0: Thank you, Eric. It's beautiful music today. Thank you all, my worship team, for the fun and challenge of working together to craft these services. And a couple of uh, the team wanted to do something on blue Christmas, because Christmas for everybody isn't upbeat and joyful, especially this year. Well, let me begin With all the activity and excitement that revolve around Christmas, it can be emotionally trying for many people. The weather is cold, and up here, constantly rain. Sunlight is scarce, and the excitement can turn into franticness very quickly. And this year is far more problematic. There's social unrest, racial and political tension, threats of terrorism, foreign and domestic, only add to the gloom. And with the specter of COVID-19 hanging over everything, one could have a really blue Christmas if they let themselves. Um, Maybe someone close to you is uh, down. So check in with people that you care about. As a minister, I talk with members every year about the holiday season and what it means to them. By and large, Unitarian Universalists enjoy Christmas, as evidenced by our hymnal and its close to 40 Christmas songs and carols. But some folks, probably all of us, Uh, at one time or another, are kind of threatened by the holidays, threatened by the commercialism, by stressful family of origin dramas we might get drawn into, or by overbearing religion over the airways that they can't possibly relate to. Part of what makes many people depressed is the disconnect Between the story of weary travelers, kind of refugees, finding emergency shelter in a barn, then that's the nativity story, and contrasting that with the hyper-commercialism that they see everywhere around them, and it turns a lot of people off. And this is only worse today, what with layoffs continuing and the rent-mortgage moratorium about to expire. It feels wanton to overindulge when many are barely hanging on. But the season need not be one of excess, and should not be. How to avoid that? Well, if you're dealing with kids, and they might even be quite old, explain to your children what Christmas and Hanukkah really are about, in your mind. Prepare them for one or maybe a few gifts, but not a frenzy, and explain why. Also, have fun together. I mean, that's the best part of it, decorating, getting and trimming the tree, calling cousins, making things together, cooking projects, gifts, poems, scrapbooks. These all are ways to break through the gloom and to avoid the excess. Gifts are symbols of what people value. But there are a lot of ways to express what we value to others. Spending time with those we love is probably the best way. Mary Piper, child psychologist, best-selling author of Reviving Ophelia and other books, and an active member of the First Unitarian Church of Omaha, lists four things children remember, usually very positively, about their lives Growing up, dinner together around the dinner table, outdoor activities, vacations, and holiday celebrations, especially with extended families. COVID puts the damper on some of these activities for sure, but they can be adopted. Sometimes the adaptation ends up being better than the decrepit old form that it is replacing. My mom created a stupid family game, she called it Hilaria, involving the exchange of useless knickknacks, a lot of bidding and competitive, uh, hijinks. We have been playing this game now for 35 years, and this year we're customizing it for Zoom. Even via Zoom, people are often threatened by the whole idea of getting together with their extended families. Many of us have issues, or have had them, with our parents, our in-laws, or our siblings. Well, yeah, many of us have had these kinds of issues. Of course, what can I say? I mean, it's the healing condition. You try to be in your group, your family group, but not get stuck, caught back up in some kind of undifferentiated ego mask. Try to be an agent of generosity, and forgiveness. And say out loud, I love you. And as I always love telling people at the time, and my former wife Deborah and her sister Cindy, uh, their mother was complaining at a Christmas time that, oh, come on girls, all I want from you is a relationship. And both simultaneously went, Mom, this is a relationship. <laughs> Recognize that relationships are the way they are and give them a break and yourself a break. Some of us are put off by those who use the holidays to show off their religiosity. They want to put Christ back in Christmas. In fact, Christ is an add-on overlaid on pagan roots. Also, there is an unseemly mixing of religion and commercialism. Remember, Shopping in Bloomingdale's, uh, and I think it was in Connecticut, um, and they had Christmas music on. But when you listen closely, it wasn't "Let It Snow, Let It Snow." It was going, "Let Us Shop, Let Us Shop, Let Us Shop." Well, the good news is that this year neither of these annoyances um, are really quite so appallingly and poignantly on display. If people are shopping, just about everyone is shopping online. And you can be as pagan as you want to be online, and nobody will know the difference. The holidays can make you blue for sure. If you are like Carol and me, we miss our children, their children, and our extended family. So for us, in many ways, this Christmas is a blue Christmas. But we have plans to celebrate electronically where possible and are sending cards and modest gifts and letting everyone know that yes, we actually do wish that we could be there with them. Remember what Christmas and Hanukkah are essentially about. Hope in the midst of winter, birth and renewal in dark times, family warmth and care for one another. And most of all, believing in something magical and giving your heart to it. And in sharing with those who are without, celebrating thusly will turn your Christmas from blue into a comforting warm and glowing gold, which is my Christmas wish for all of you. Merry Christmas and amen.